Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How are you today, my love? I'm well, how are you? I can't complain. Today's topic is the great resignation. What about it? Americans quit jobs at a record pace during the second half of 2021 and more plan to resign in the new year. About 23% of employees will seek new jobs in 2022 while 9% have already secured a new position. According to a December ResumeBuilder.com poll of 1,250 Americans, workers so far, 4.5 million workers resigned, um, demonstrating that the great resignation is here to stay. Yeah, that's crazy. Workers appear to be celebrating two American traditions in November. One Thanksgiving and the other quitting their jobs. So why are people quitting? That's kind of something that we should probably also talk about and discuss. Absolutely. All right. So apparently one of the reasons people are quitting is because they're not getting what paid what they're worth. Mm -hmm. Another thing is we had the pandemic for the past two years, you know, going Mm -hmm. on the third. Mm -hmm. And so working remotely is an option. So if people are, you know, some of their jobs require to be in person, we now know that you can do everything from home (laughs) from our experience. Quick tangent. I've seen a post of a Chick-fil-A person um, taking orders from a house. They had like an iPad screen right where the order um, Mm -hmm. speaker was. So they're working remotely? Boom. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've, we've now learned that there are options. So... Another reason people are quitting is they're upset with the way that their um, employee handled COVID, right? Um, the work experience. So feeling unsafe at work, feeling like you're overwhelmed because people have taken off of work and they don't have anyone to replace those people. Hmm. Um, another one is people just wanting to switch careers. You know, they've gotten to a point where they're just like, <laughs> we are, you know, we've, we've come to a point where we are experiencing a pandemic. Is this what I want to do with my life? Right, right. We had time to sit and think. So I think a lot of people just decided, you know, maybe I should just take a shot and do what I actually want to do. Another one was work-life balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And others were just deciding to start their own businesses. So there were several different reasons why people have quit their jobs. But, um, you know, different reasons, but all at the same time. And that extra $600 Trump was handing out uh, right. helped a lot, too. I so. forgot. So, you know, you did have some sense of security or a little bit of money mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. case you wanted to test out what it would be like to make a, a drastic decision like quitting your job. Right, right. So, right. you know, those em- extended employee benefits were very beneficial. So that's how people got by was, you know, the extension of benefits. Right. And, and being home, right, during that time. Mm-hmm. You didn't really have to go out and do anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit more. 
on Jonathan Caballero is among the millions of workers who are rethinking how they want to live their lives after the pandemic. Okay. He has found a new job and won't require a long commute. Yeah, so um, there was an article I was reading in NPR about um, Jonathan, Mm. 27-year-old software engineer, but he was extremely overwhelmed with the workload, but also the commute. Mm. So the only thing that he really had um, time for during the week was work and driving. Wow. So anything outside of that, he just did not have the opportunity to experience life or even the or energy family for it. or yeah. the energy for it. Yeah. So he quit his job yeah. Yeah. and he's okay. <laughs> Just like, you know, many of us have been with shifting and adjusting to new experiences. Yeah. 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 You know, just from personal experience, um, laborous work is extremely hard, especially when you have a family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or children. You, right. Automatically, yes, you want to see your children grow and, and develop, but when you're out of the house, most of the time it's extremely tough. Right. I feel like during the week I probably only see, well, I mean, three hours a day. That's it. You know, and it's his bedtime. Then the Three hours a day, that's less than 30 hours a week. <laughs> that's less than like 15 hours. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen hours. A yeah. Week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The need for workers held steady in November, according to fresh data, as people abandoned low-paying jobs at an all-time high. After eight months of rising quits, it appears that labor shortages and labor market reshaping may be a permanent part of the post-vaccine economy. Mm. Interesting. Americans are resigning in droves, suggesting that they want better working conditions, higher compensation, and more fulfillment from their professions. I wholeheartedly agree. My only fear about that, especially with like labor jobs, is because um, we know um, companies are really cheap. You know, a lot of them send the jobs overseas because it's cheap labor. Mm-hmm. But um, once Americans leave these certain jobs what if they just automate everything they could or they could really think about how to make those people stay in those jobs i think one of the issues is that america is not paying people for their time enough money i feel that i'm just talking about like mediocre not mediocre um, Mm -hmm. low-end jobs like McDonald's or right, but you know I, what I mean? that's what I'm saying. People who work at McDonald's do deserve more than fifteen dollars an hour Absolutely. because that is a very difficult job, regardless of what the requirements are for you. Like you know, you, you can just have a GED to to get mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, um, an opportunity at McDonald's, but I, the the lowest paying jobs require the most labor. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, mm-hmm, you know, they should be paid. And you can't More. really do anything with fifteen dollars an hour. You can't Not buy now. You a house. can't pay rent. You can't with pay that rent. You can't uh, buy amount a house. of money. You can't even lease a car with that. In Barely reality, pay for a babysitter. The, the minimum wage should be at least like thirty dollars an hour. Realistically, but I mean, you know, people that are in salary mm-hmm. are making thirty an hour. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. Right now, <laughs> when we're experiencing inflation on food. Gas is also very high right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's different things that are expensive, but the wages have remained the same. 
Um, the conclusion of 2021, laborers still had that lovely, um, invaluable position within their labor showcase and were seeing the numerous work openings out there right uh, presently and seizing them by stopping their work and taking um, unused ones, scratch bunker, I don't know who that is, uh, the financial inquirer and about the chief at with, excuse me, about the chief at without a doubt told insider. Wait, what are you saying now? What is, what is this conclusion? That I guess people are taking these jobs now that they're open. And, oh, there's that too. Yeah. So um, there was this huge debate um, I was listening to some other podcasts. Um, I hope to remember the name at the end of the podcast. But they were discussing how there is a gap between employees that are seeking, I mean, employers who are seeking employees mm. and vice versa because there are a lot of jobs right now because people are mm-hmm. quitting. Mm-hmm. Yet when you're applying for jobs, it seems like nobody is hiring you know for certain fields so there's just been a debate about how that's possible if both sides are struggling (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. one is trying to gain employment the other one is trying to seek an employee i think it might be a little bit easier too in a way because um you know it's basically a competition a lot of these people who go to these schools and you know pay these absorbent amount of uh, school loans are fighting for these same type of jobs. So if people are quitting these jobs, it might be easier for someone to get in. I mean, that's why I feel like I got my most recent opportunity is because a lot of people were leaving because of the situation and circumstance of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Also, prior to that, I think a lot of educators were having challenges Mm -hmm. with maintaining their jobs just because of maybe behavioral issues or lack of pay for what they're worth. So there's many reasons why people decide to leave. But there was a great exodus last year, you know, the Mm -hmm. last couple of years because... Or even older uh, people with tenure and like... No, absolutely. Exactly. When you have illnesses, right? So there was that. And I I think it's one of the reasons why me, who's always wanted to be in education for 10 years, had an opportunity now because there was such a slim amount of teachers applying for opportunities Mm -hmm. these past few years. So I can can definitely. Yeah, I think it was the same for me before Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic happened. I was applying to a lot of jobs and then really getting callbacks. But as soon as the pandemic died down a little bit, like three or four jobs just hit me like come through. Right. I mean, there was also that uncertainty because a lot of companies, small businesses were closing because they were struggling during that time. So maybe taking someone on, you may not know if you're going to be, you know, bankrupt or be able to afford Mm -hmm. an extra person to pay a salary to. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up as well. Do you remember prior to the great resignation jobs, just laying people off and firing them? That was a very scary moment because nobody knew what was happening. But now it's the opposite where you see a lot of people just volunteering themselves (laughs) to Mm -hmm. walk away Mm -hmm. and not even have any regrets about walking away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think people should be able to take their life in their own hands. If they feel like they're in a situation that's not healthy for them physically or mentally, 
just leave. Right. But that's where that security came with having the benefits that um, former president, Mr. Trump, I had get it, provided. But, but I'm, like, collectively, right. we have more of the power than the companies do. Yes, I hear what you're saying. Or even the politicians. You know what I mean? Right. And we're showing them that by quitting and, and leaving in droves. and. Absolutely. I hear what you're saying, but I think people, a lot of people were braver to leave because they had something coming in, whether mm. it was for like um, what Biden did with the um, providing the care act, providing finances for people to be able to pay for childcare. There was mm. that. And then there were also people, if you were unemployed or didn't have any opportunity, you were still getting money. But it was money like you were working a 15, you know, dollar yeah. an hour, $17 hour job. So it was a quite significant amount of money. I got a bone to pick with old Sleepy Joe. Why don't we go ahead? He was at the beginning of his... Uh, uh, um, student loans. Yeah, speech. <laughs> he said he was going to help resolve student loans. And he recanted that. Yeah. That, that's, that really blew You know they all lie, though. They yeah. lie for that vote. While the most recent information discharge doesn't figure out, figure within the effect of the Omicron variant, the skyrocketing cases might only exacerbate childcare issues in conjunction with worker fears around returning to or remaining at in-person work. Mm. That's something I wanted to also talk about. It's been very challenging now for people to be able to work a nine-to-five with the schedules that their children have, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. in the pandemic. You have kids that have to quarantine for yeah. a certain amount of time. You have children that um, have there's certain schools that don't have a five-day week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women have been leaving the workforce to find remote or flexible jobs that allow them to be home. Even, you know, males, even fathers, the same yeah. thing, where it's like you have to, one parent has to sacrifice and make flexibility for their schedule in order for somebody. Or even grandparents. Right, grandparents. So mm-hmm. there is that. But I know that a lot of people have made the decision to leave because of lack of flexibility. Do you think that we, um, that they opened up the United States too quickly? Yes. You know, we still needed maybe a couple more months until this COVID and pandemic stuff. Yes. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of countries that are still allowing their, you know, students and workers to work from home because it's not safe. We we had the highest cases. I think it still has continued in our country because... We've, we just reopened like nothing happened. There's certain states where you don't even have to wear masks anymore. Capitalism. So, yeah, there is that. The reason why we opened so quickly, I feel like, is because they were ready to open mm-hmm. in, in fear that the, the economy would crash or something. How, how does the economy <laughs> crash when you just put the pause? Just press the pause button on it. You know what I mean? Like, just press the pause button. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works either, but if nobody is out there doing anything or going to work or doing it, like we physically literally had to pause for a whole year and a half. Okay, so if you were President Philip Herring, right, Mm -hmm. and you were faced with making this decision or a plan as to what to do with um, people that have to work, people that have responsibilities during a pandemic, 
what would your overall plan be? My overall plan? To limit the great resignation in your nation. <laughs> Tell y'all to stay the hell in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I I can I can write down a, a plan or what a, what I want to do, but you know, ultimately it won't get passed unless the Senate agrees to it. But, but let's say you didn't have to work. Well, let's say it was an African country because <clears throat> African leaders can do what they want. Everybody so just sit your we... asses down and not do nothing. <laughs> just sit your asses down. Just like the, just have the essential people like uh, grocery stores. So would you pay them more, essential workers? Hell yeah. For their time. Hell yeah, because they the ones, it's basically like, they basically like the army, you know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. first responders. First responders should get what they would deserve. The uh, people who are in the army, military should get what they deserve financially, uh, physically, mentally, all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the people that work in grocery stores or or fast food restaurants or restaurants, period. You know what I mean? People, places that we frequent and barely even notice or bat an eye at these people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, get these people what they deserve because they out there. Let's talk about first responders for a while. Mm-hmm. So we know that you had a bit of an uh, incident an these issue. past few yeah. weeks, right? And when you were admitted to the emergency room, you told me that you didn't have an in-person doctor, mm-hmm. right? And that wasn't surprising to me because um, over the past few weeks, I've been listening on the radio about there being a great shortage of first responders in yeah. hospitals yeah. treating people because um, there is not enough <laughs> medical personnel I think what, it's the, because they've either gotten COVID or they've quit. I think it's the same stresses that education, mm-hmm. educators have. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you got nurses and doctors who work 18 hours a day, probably even longer during the pandemic. You know what I mean? No break for them or their sales. And I'm pretty sure they got families at home. If not, they can't see them. That's you know what, what I, mean? I you heard. You can't see yeah. your families. You have to stay. And then you physically seeing people, quote unquote, die every day of right. this respiratory disease. And you don't know what to do like that. That would stress you. Me personally, it would stress me the hell out. Right. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. Yeah. First responders is like going to war, like. You're out there on the field and you don't know if a bullet going to catch you. (laughs) Yeah. So if I was president, I think that when the pandemic started, because you know how when you also stay in the house for too long, Mm -hmm. you do not have positive emotions. You get cabin fever. You get cabin fever. So I would require or recommend slash suggest for people to have the option to have a mental health personnel that they can connect with, right? That's free of charge. Secondly, I would make it so that instead of having a five-day work week, you can have a flexibility to fulfill a certain amount of hours per week. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you get everything done on Monday. Just get the work done. But yeah. you have the, you know, it's your responsibility to figure out what hours and time you're going to dedicate. But I'll leave that up to you. So let's say instead of a 40-hour work week, why don't we do... 25, okay? I like 25 that. while you're home. <laughs> I like that. And then everything else, you have responsibilities for the kids. You can worry about that. But your salary still remains the same. But you get an increase because it's not your fault that you had to be indoors. You know who would, you know who, who we should, like, respect 
and put respect on their names. Who? Delivery drivers. Amazon yeah. delivery drivers. Um, Instacart delivery drivers. Tell them. Tell them. Because we, over the pandemic, we Instacart the hell out of some stuff. We Everything. was not going to, them, we did to not the grocery go stores. We did not go FedEx drivers, UPS drivers, everybody that... Brought the holidays to their their, their people, the people's doorsteps. You know what I mean? Like, literally, put some respect on their name because they they deserve raises, more money, all that. Just like first responders, right? I mean, we can talk about Amazon too because there was a point in time where Amazon did not have any more delivery people because of mm-hmm. the lack of pay and the amount of disrespect that they were treating yeah. their employees. So you know. In the beginning of the pandemic, was great because people were looking for work and opportunities. But it's kind of phased out when they were being overwhelmed with a, a, a crazy amount of packages. Not only that, but a lack of we um, gave support. Jeff Bezos the opportunity to go to space. <laughs> yeah, Without the did. pandemic, he would have never got that trillion something dollars, and he wouldn't be up there floating around in space doing his evil <laughs> rich man, white man life. We gave that man the opportunity to fly through space. You so. don't think he would have attained that without our help? No. Okay. Because we were all <laughs> home for a year and a half, spending all our little extra money that the government little was giving. Little things we didn't need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We gave that man the opportunity. Uh, but where, where, where are we at? Um, we're just yapping now. I think we've gone through everything. Did we? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're just yapping now. But, um, yeah, man, we gave that man the opportunity to travel through space. Elon is still trying to travel up there, but nobody's buying Teslas because we're not going out and travel anyway. Right, no, that's true. You know what I mean? So how do you feel, though? Like, what are your actual personal thoughts about the Great Resignation? I think it's needed. What do you think needed. needs to be done? Or, like, what, how, what are you feeling towards it? I think it's needed mm-hmm. because this trickle-down thing. Um, from the top richest people saying that if we give them all the money and the power, it would basically trickle down to, you know, the lower class or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think people need to take their power and and, and use, put, take their power in their own hands and use it to, you know, whatever they feel the need to. So you think that's what's happening now is that Take control the of American your own life. The American population has decided to take control of their own life. Take your control of your own life. The whole purpose of America is to put these kids in school, teach them how to be workers, um, make them graduate with, you know, from elementary school all the way up to college, make them graduate with a, a absorbative amounts of debt so they have to pay back and go work for a company that they don't really even care for or like we're bred to be chattel we're bred to be workers you know what i mean so it's no really i mean yeah you can choose on what work you what type of work you want to do but not everybody has that opportunity or that that privilege to choose or even if they Mm. think they're going to choose that life doesn't always work in our favor so you have to find something else to do well maybe they should redefine work or how our society runs. Mm. Because the way that things are functioning, I feel like they're noticing now that there's a great shift. Anyone can have a computer and do everything 
yeah. that they could be doing in the office from home. Absolutely. Even even teaching. So it's like, at what point do we have to revise the requirements of a work week in America? At what point are we going to revise mm-hmm. what we're going to mm-hmm. pay people for their time? What benefits look like? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's all bogus to people, which is why mm-hmm. people is now so comfortable of quitting. Because it's like, well, I didn't have the good health care anyway. Yeah. Well, I didn't sleep, so I'd rather do something anyway. I'd rather, you know, take my risk of not having a job for a few weeks, take employment, and figure out what I'm going to do. You know what? So there's options for us. I like this narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Because our parents learn from their parents. Right. And their parents learn from their parents. But we're not in the same circumstance as our parents no, or our not. grandparents. We don't have to do certain things just to get by or mm-hmm. stay under the, we do not. under the radar. You know what I mean? We have technology. We, mm-hmm. we have the world in, our, in the palm of our hands. You know, um, it's easy. Well, it's not easy, but there are ways to make money off the phone. You got, um, what do you call them, influencers or kids on YouTube making millions of dollars just right. So being yeah. kids on YouTube. We all you know see what I mean? that. So it's less scary to just drop everything and be like, let me do a restart. Right. Because either way, like even if whether or not you feel fucked or not, you know, with your whether you have a, a whole bunch of debt, it's still worth it. To what just do you try. think about Andrew uh, Yang's um, the guy who ran for president mm-hmm. um, monthly stipend? What was his what was his suggestion for that? So he, he wanted to him. give people couple thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. just just give people everyone in america a couple thousand so they wouldn't have to worry about rent or certain type of bills he just wanted people to get a monthly stipend every month yeah there's a reason why he didn't he didn't um become president because that would be too much i think it will shift and redefine mm-hmm. what america would be because pe- people the- wouldn't have to worry about no, exactly. It wouldn't be a, a, as much pressure on us as right. a people. So think about why there aren't certain practices in place right now. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. I think there's a reason why we are still struggling as Americans. It's not because we have stupid people in power. I mean, part of, that's part of the reason. But Stupid but very smart. But this is what I'm saying. Like Everything is calculated. I already feel like mm-hmm. there's a reason why. We struggle as Americans. There's a reason why we have shitty health care. There's a reason why schools are the way that they are. There's it's, a reason why we're divided through racism, tactics, okay, yes, and exactly. a whole so, bunch of distraction to exactly. keep us fighting with each so other. So something like the proposal that Yang was trying to make, that's all wonderful, but it's like, is that really going to happen? And if it does, it's probably going to be occurring at a point where they've figured out how the rest of our 10 years or 15 years is going to pan out before mm. we even have mm. knowledge of it. Mm. I think they already know. Just like they have technology that's way more advanced mm-hmm. like in the in the military that's not going to be released until like 50 or 60 years from now. I think they already planned this whole situation out. They planned when Trump was going into office. They planned when Biden was going into office. They Here comes Obama our was going I mean, no, I look, look at saying, look at what conspiracy is. Um, certain sequ- a sequence of events that turned out to be true. Yes, I'm you know not I mean? judging that, but I'm just saying 
the way that it's it's easy to have conspiracies about America because oftentimes it is just that bizarre. It has been mm. bizarre enough to believe that everything is calculated, you know, that everything is planned out because why would they know five years ago or 10 years ago making an article that by 2022 or 2025, African-Americans will be struggling financially. I'm like, how or do you even, know that if you're or not Or even having, um, 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 I think it was like five or six years ago, um, having a pandemic crisis, quote unquote, um, not a routine, but like they plan for stuff. They plan for like different routine, different right. situations that happen before it does. And exactly. automatically they're doing this I forget what it's called, but they're like planning. I don't know. I'm, I was. I'm about to go too no, deep. No, you're, in you're getting hole. too deep. We can have another conversation about it. But basically, Man. I think that um, yes, everything is calculated. Like you said, they are people that are already researching certain situations that are going to mm-hmm. happen. They already knew that the pandemic was coming, but the fact that we don't know until it's happening is a problem. Right. Yeah. We don't have ample warning. So all those businesses that were starting right before the pandemic who didn't have an opportunity to become their business because they lost so many so much money mm-hmm. or didn't have clients to sustain their um, space. It's it's scary how <laughs> it's crazy. You know, all of this works. But anyway, um, the great resignation. What is our quote for today? All right. Here is your quote of the day. To hold a people in oppression, you have to convince them first that they are supposed to be oppressed. John Henrik Clark. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and um, give us a comment. You know, share this with your family, your friends, whatever. Just share it. Peace.